now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hey, it's Ty Smith of the Spokane Chiefs. It's Adam Bocas. Hey, it's Joe Valeno from the Drummondville Voltageurs. Hey, it's Quinn Hughes from the University of Michigan. Hi, I'm Dominic Buck. I'm Jacob Bernard Docker of the Oakville Oilers. It's Joe O'Brien. Hi, it's Barrett Hayden of the Sioux Greyhounds. Brady Kachuk from the Boston University Terriers. Major Junior. In the 100th year of the Memorial Cup, the Ankeny Panthers team tall have won it for the first time. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. The Buffalo Sabres are proud to select Trollunda defenseman Rasmus Dahlin. And more. Oh, oh my goodness. We're not going home yet, baby! This is the Pipeline Show. Here we go. Welcome to the Pipeline Show. My name is Gee Flaming. Let's get right to it. And uh, the question of the day I threw up on Twitter earlier this morning. It's in respect to uh, the buzz being generated by some prospects. Uh, we're a couple of months now from the NHL draft, but looking over the past two weeks, we've got the World U18 going on, playoffs in the CHL and the USHL, uh, the Frozen Four just wrapping up as well. I pinpointed uh, three players, put them up in a poll, and asked who has seen the biggest bump in uh, interest, the buzz growing for these particular players over the last couple of weeks. And uh, the names I put up, uh, Cole Caulfield, who's uh, having a ridiculously good World U18 tournament, uh, defenseman Bowen Byram of the Vancouver Giants. The Giants now into the WHL final. And Roddy Adderd of uh, the Tri-City Storm, who was named both the Defenseman of the Year and the Player of the Year in the USHL. Those are the three names I put up. I also left the uh, fourth option of other uh, there in case somebody else had a different name that uh, they wanted to uh, add to the mix. And uh, one person has. That would be uh, Rowdy Van Grieken, who says, uh, I think Alex Turcott is getting more and more recognition. If you want to uh, get involved in the conversation, go to Twitter, at TPS underscore Gee is where you can find me on Twitter. And it is a Twitter poll for the question of the day. Question of the day is brought to you by the Edmonton Oil Kings, who are returning home after a loss last night in Prince Albert. That's in Game 5. Game 6 goes tomorrow. It's a 2 o'clock start in Edmonton. If you don't got your tickets yet, you better get to oilkings.ca and uh, get to the rink. Expect a big crowd tomorrow. Could potentially be the last uh, Oil Kings game this year at Rogers Place. They need to win two in a row against the Prince Albert Raiders. They did that earlier in this series, but their backs are up against the wall now. And that segues right to the news and notes. We'll start with that game last night in Prince Albert. The Oil Kings uh, losing 4 nothing to the Raiders. Uh, and it was not a great game for the Oil Kings. It was a really good game. For the Prince Albert Raiders, they dominated, I thought, for the most part. Uh, the first period, Edmonton was the better team 5-on-5. Five five, badly outshot the, the Raiders when it was 5-on-5. Five five, but PA had a power play chance, uh, got a bunch of shots on it, scored. But the uh, power play was definitely a story at the end of the game. Afterwards, well, Kings head coach Brad Lauer was uh, quite vocal with his displeasure of uh, uh, several non-calls uh, that were uh, allowed against his team. Uh, the Oil Kings did not get a power play opportunity in the game last night. Uh, and, of course, I watched the game, and, yes, I thought there were several times uh, when there were uh, calls on both sides that were not made. 
Uh, but no question, I thought uh, it's it's pretty rare that you can go through a game without getting a power play at all. Um, so that uh, I'm sure was something that ruffled the feathers of uh, the Oil Kings. And there were three or four times I thought, "Well, there's a call." Oh, no, I can't believe that was let go. Um, but that's happened throughout the series as well, and again for both teams. So. I don't think it's necessarily a vendetta that the league or the referees have against the Oil Kings, but uh, the the refereeing, to me, has been consistently uh, average at best. I think that's fair to say. The Oil Kings, uh, so they trail that series now games uh, three games to two to the Raiders, and again, game six tomorrow, that's Sunday, in Edmonton, 2 o'clock start at Rogers Place downtown Edmonton. The other WHL series has uh, wrapped up. The Giants won that series. Four games to one as they move past the Spokane Chiefs. So they are now patiently awaiting to see who they'll play. The Giants have uh, both Bowen Byram and Davis Kosh lead the playoffs in scoring. Byram with 18 points, Kosh with 17. Trent Miner and David Tandek both in top five uh, of goaltending in the playoffs. Not really surprised when you get to the final, you probably have pretty good goaltending. So the Giants now waiting to see whether they'll start on the road. That would be if PA advances or at home if the Oil Kings uh, are able to come back in their series. Over in the Ontario Hockey League, the uh, Ottawa 67s, well, they uh, have not lost yet in the playoffs. They await now in the OHL final. The winner between Saginaw and Guelph, the Saginaw Storm, are up 3-2, but Guelph winning at Game 5 by a score of 4 to nothing. Game 6 will be in Guelph. Very similar kind of story to uh, the last round. Saginaw winning the first two games. But uh, Guelph not going away quietly. And in the queue, one of those series is also wrapped up. That would be Roy Noranda, who uh, swept by Ramuski four games straight. They haven't lost since the opening round when they uh, had to go six games against Shawinigan. Meanwhile, Halifax and Drummondville are headed to game six. That will also be in Halifax after uh, Drummondville winning at home 6-2 to two in game five. So the Voltageur needing to win three in a row against the Memorial Cup hosts to advance uh, to the uh, final in the queue as the Royan Randa Huskies await the winner of that series. In the USHL, the conference finals get underway tonight. Uh, we'll preview that uh, coming up in a moment. The four teams that are left, the Muskegon Lumberjacks, will take on the Chicago Steel. That's in one half. And the other half sees Sioux Falls starting on the road against the Tri-City Storm. The Storm, by the way, almost sweeping all the league awards this year. We'll touch on that in a moment as well. We'll tell you about that a little bit more in a moment. But uh, just to update you from the World U18, as I'm speaking right now, the U.S. just lost in a shootout to Russia. That's in one semifinal, so the Russians advance to the gold medal game. They'll play either Canada or Sweden. That game, for me, has not yet started yet. By the time you're hearing this, it might be done. And the U.S. obviously will play for bronze against uh, the loser between Canada and Sweden. All right, let's get to what's coming down the pipe today. The uh, guest list for today's show. We're going to start with uh, the USHL. And Ryan Wagman from McKean's is going to join me and uh, set the stage for the conference finals, we're also going to look at the playoffs up to this point and to talk a little bit about some particular players. Some of them are draft-eligible guys this year, so Ryan Wagman will be our guide to the USHL. Then it'll be an in-the-dub segment. Uh, Braden Sullivan 
from DraftGeek will stop by. The WHL's banner draft goes next week on Thursday. And uh, I don't know the Bantam uh, players until they get to the WHL or the AJHL, for instance, the Junior A Leagues. I, they're off my radar, uh, unless it's a very rare case like a Matthew Savoy, for example. Uh, I really don't know much about the players. I don't have time to go watch Bantam hockey. So uh, I uh, rely on uh, people like Braden uh, who will come on the show and uh, tell us what we need to know about some of the key guys ahead of the WHL Bantam draft. Then we'll turn on the 2019 Draft Spotlight for a couple of segments. Luke Bass, the defenseman with the Brooks Bandits. He's on NHL Central Scouting's uh, list. We'll chat with him about wrapping up the AJHL Championship in a four-game sweep, getting set for the uh, Doyle Cup. Actually, Doyle Cup uh, Game 1 went last night, and the Brooks Bandits losing that one 2-0 to the Prince George Spruce Kings out of the BCHL. The final segment today will be with uh, Ethan Keppen. It's another 2019 draft spotlight. This one uh, by request uh, from Stephanie, who's a patron at patreon.com slash the pipeline show. Uh, Stephanie wanted to hear from Ethan Keppen of the Flint Firebirds. And here's a guy whose stock has really gone up from uh, the midterm rankings to the final rankings. He was like 110 or something. Uh, and uh, now he's uh, ranked 70, early 70s in North America by Central Scouting. So lots to like. And I had a fun conversation with Ethan Keppen. So we'll share that with you to close out today's show. Don't really have a CHL insider, but if we did, that segment would be brought to you by The Store Next Door. The Store Next Door is located in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. And what they do at The Store Next Door is they collect the broken hockey sticks. So whether they're wooden sticks or the composite sticks, they can find a use for all of them. Uh, and they make some really cool items out of them, uh, whether it's uh, deck chairs or uh, bar stools or tabletops or um, storage bins, uh, real, some really cool stuff. Go to the store next door, check it out. You can see their catalog uh, online there for free. And if you have a way to get sticks to them and uh, collect a bunch of the sticks, they'll actually pay for the shipping if you get a significant number of sticks, like in three or 400, 500, whatever. Uh, and they will pay for the shipping. I know... Uh, Canadian Tire, one of the Canadian Tire locations uh, collected a bunch of broken sticks. Uh, they were just letting me know about that. Here in Edmonton, you can take your broken sticks to United Sport and Cycle, just south of uh, White Ave, uh, and they will they have a collection bin, and they're going to compile a, a big package and send it out there as well. Just a great way to uh, show support, and uh, really, I think it's uh, great what, the, what they're doing. for. It's great for their community, and I think it's a great uh, role model uh, what they're doing for helping people with uh, disabilities find employment. Uh, we don't really have a NCAA campus support segment this week, although Luke uh, Bast will be heading uh, to North Dakota, so we could turn that into the college campus support, I suppose. Uh, but if you are a person that's looking for uh, to find some clarity on the NCAA path, if, if you're a player or you have a player in your family, uh, check out collegehockeyinc.com. You can get in touch with them as well and uh, ask your questions directly. Uh, to uh, Mike Snee, who's the director, or uh, Nate Ewell, who's uh, been on this show uh, several times over the last decade or so. Again, that's collegehockeyinc.com. But we will start today's show off with uh, Ryan Wagman from uh, McKean's Hockey. We're going to look at the USHL playoffs. We'll tackle that next here on the Pipeline Show. Hey, this is Brock Besser from the Waterloo Blackhawks. Hey, it's Kyle Connor from the Youngstown Fans. 
I'm Jürgensens from the View Flying Saints. Hi, it's Ali Tolvanen from Sioux City Musketeers. Hi, this is Ryan Patolny, former player with the Lincoln Stars. This is Cooper Marodi from the Sioux Falls Stampede. Blake McLaughlin from the Chicago Steel. Hey, this is Sam Gagne, formerly of the Sioux City Musketeers of the USHL. Hey, I'm Wade Allison from the Tri-City Storm. Hi, this is Tom Gilbert, former Chicago Steel player. Jack Curry from the Waterloo Blackhawks. It's Casey Middlestaff from the Green Bay Gamblers, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. There's no time for mistakes, cause it's slipping away. Even though it might be easier, I won't give in now. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Joe Pavelski. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Johnny Gaudreau. Score! And Tori Krupp were stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 